Hey, it's Kathy. I'm just hopping in real quick to tell you that the doors are closing to the Abundance Method program today. That's right. May 16th, four o'clock Pacific time, we close the doors to this program. And I'm so excited to watch you change your life. I'm so excited to see what happens when you tap into the energy that is within you and you start to attract so much into your life and there's incredible synchronicity and you start to perceive what was always here in plain sight and that which was hidden becomes revealed. If you want to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. And remember, those of you who sign up for the Platinum, you get the retreat included. It's going to be an incredible retreat. It's a three-day experience. You can choose between July or October and the July is definitely filling up. So come on in and join us. Again, the doors close at four o'clock Pacific today. You can sign up at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait to spend 12 weeks with you and watch you become a master at manifesting the most gorgeous experiences and opportunities and abundance into your life. We can create anything. We, we truly can be anything. We can, instead of like checking off what we're going to be, we can literally hand write our path. And when you do that, you realize, oh my gosh, there's all this room out here to be anything I want to be. Thanks to Shopify for supporting my podcast. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like myself the resources once reserved for big business. For a free 14-day trial and full access to Shopify's entire suite of features, go to shopify.com slash dreamjob. Also, thanks to Everlywell. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you can choose the test to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or food sensitivity test. Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off at at-home lab tests at everlywell.com slash dreamjob. And thanks to Indeed. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. It's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash dreamjob to start hiring now. Hey guys, it's Kathy. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh. I just came back from a few days at Disney with my kids and I was just in tears last night watching the fireworks. I know that it can seem sometimes like, oh, it's so cheesy, all of these movies with all these songs all about how far can I possibly go if I just believe and how much magic really exists inside of us. And and yet it's not crazy and it's not cheesy because it's the truth. It really is the truth. Like we are so incredibly wired for magic. Our capacity to utilize our imagination, like on the figment ride at Epcot, he says, sure, you could see with your eyes, but you can see so much further with your imagination. And on the ride home, our guide was telling us that Steve Jobs actually owns like the most shares of Disney because he got them when he sold Pixar. And we were just talking about like Steve Jobs and like what he created, like between Apple and Pixar and like, that's just one person. Right. And then we were talking about Walt Disney and we were talking about like Alan Menken, all the music that he wrote. And it's just like our capacity to truly create 
extraordinary, beautiful things that help other people to feel, to feel just how beautiful and how much, how much of a gift it is to, to be like in this existence. It's just amazing. And it's just so often we're just, we're like in a trance. We're like asleep and we don't like wake up and utilize our ability to create in our full genius. So yesterday I posted on my Instagram, playing small is canceled. And you guys have probably heard me say that before, but I just want to say that so often I hear people say to me, who am I to do this? You know, who, who do I think I am that this could really work out? And people just get so caught up in this imposter syndrome. And I, I think that we often feel like this is humility when really it's actually the ego in disguise. It's actually very egocentric because if you think about it for a second, when someone questions their worthiness, is that coming from their higher consciousness, their soul, their true self, or is that coming from their ego? If you, if you think about it, right, like a pine tree, does a pine tree ever question if it should be so tall? Do you think an eagle is ever concerned that it's flying too high no, it just does what it was made to do. And we were in South Carolina and we were watching the dolphins and it was just so majestic to see how beautiful they are just dancing in their alignment. Like it's so incredibly epic to watch them and they're doing a simple thing, which is they're doing just what they were created and designed to do. And think about that, like how our ego convinces us that we are really not supposed to be our full potential when really like that's what we were designed to do. And our ego tries to convince us that we're each separate, right? And so we compare ourselves to each other when really we're just this one beautiful collective consciousness. And I loved when Marianne Williamson was on the show. And if you haven't heard that episode, I would definitely go back and listen. And she shared this beautiful metaphor, how no two waves are separate from each other in the ocean and waves in the ocean are really the ocean itself, right? So that's really how we are. Like we're not separate from each other and we're not separate from this beautiful, one big, incredible energy. That's this universe. So really us playing small doesn't do anyone any favors. And then you think about Michelangelo or Lady Gaga or Fred Astaire or Steven Spielberg. It's like each of these souls has just been allowing their gorgeous energy to flow through them, just doing their job, right? Swimming like the dolphins. So what would happen if you stopped thinking so much about how would I look and what if I fail and what if I'm not good enough and who am I to do this? And what if instead you thought more about, let me just give. Let me just show up and follow this calling and live into my potential because it's what I was designed to do. Your expansion and your abundance and your good vibes lifts everyone around you. So this is why I love doing this work. And this is why I just adore having these experiences with you guys live in person. So I have two things to say. Number one, the mastermind that I'm doing for the next six months, it begins tomorrow. So if for some reason you wanted to apply and you didn't quite get your application in, you have one more day. We had about 400 women apply and we enrolled about 40 of them. We have room for a couple more people. It's been so beautiful to curate a space for this moment, 
who is really connected to this experience, who we really felt this was aligned with. If you had applied and you had gotten accepted, um, you have one more day to get in there. It's going to be extraordinary. You can go to kathyheller.com slash mastermind if you're curious about it and you want to hopefully maybe try to book a call to find out if we can get you in. Um, and then the other thing is my next retreat is going to be on this gorgeous, beautiful ranch in Malibu, August 1st through the 3rd. We're going to have so much meditation, sound bath, breath work, resetting, rewiring our subconscious, really expanding, really creating, really up-leveling the abundance in our life. Like That's what we're doing. It's going to be gorgeous. You can reserve your spot at kathyheller.com slash retreat. I cannot wait. It's so exciting. Ugh, I love this ranch. It's actually the ranch where I got married. Super just like that rustic bougie, like lights in the trees. It's going to be awesome. We'll have food for you guys and lots of yummy swag. Ugh, it's going to be so fun. You can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat to reserve your spot before it fills up. And it is filling up so nicely. I'm so excited about the women that are coming together. So today I am thrilled because my very dear friend, Amy Purdy is back on this podcast. She is a three-time Paralympic medalist, one of Oprah's top 100 thought leaders, New York Times bestselling author, a Dancing with the Stars runner-up, world-renowned motivational speaker, and co-founder of Adaptive Action Sports. If you didn't hear her first episode on the podcast in 2020, you have got to listen to it because she gave such an incredibly detailed account of how she really has just pulled through one of the most incredible journeys I have ever heard. And she talks about how she actually lost both of her legs and forged ahead in such a beautiful new chapter that she co-created with tons of opportunities for herself. It's just really nothing short of incredible and awe-inspiring. She's also written a book about her whole journey called On My Own Two Feet, From Losing My Legs to Learning the Dance of Life. So make sure that you check that out. Today, she's here to talk about a new struggle she had to face both physically and mentally in the past few years. It's astounding what she has been able to really do and who she is, but it's also remarkable how she is so resilient and relentless and how she inspires other people. Amy is going to tell us all about her podcast. It's called Bouncing Forward with Amy Purdy, and it's about how you can survive challenges, but really thrive and use whatever comes along to your advantage and become what you were meant to be. She's had amazing guests on the show like Liz Gilbert, Sherry Salata, Jonathan Fields, Susie Moore. There's just so many great conversations and lessons packed in her podcast. So definitely take a listen. It's always just a blessing to be with Amy. She's hands down one of the most inspiring, spiritually grounded people I've ever met. And all she really wants to do is pass this gift along and show other people what's possible and help you see that what seems impossible is not. If you didn't already love her, I know that you're going to just adore her after you hear this. So without further ado, please welcome the remarkable, incredible, astounding Amy Purdy. I'm so grateful that we became such good friends and Amy really is somebody who like, we are there for each other. We bounce ideas off each other. We help mm -hmm. each other see our blind spots. And um, you've already been on the podcast. So for anyone who's listening, they can go back and listen to that episode. But 
there's so much to you and there's so much to your journey that it's very cool to have you back and to continue to dive in. So I think we need to give people a little bit of a backstory and then we can kind of leave off where we left off the last time we had you on and talk about what's happened since. Cause it's been like a whole other epic (laughs) adventure. Yes. Um, So let's dive into just a little bit of the, what's the beginning of this monumental journey you've been on? Yes, for sure. Um, I will say I never expected to be where I'm at. I've never expected to do what I've done. I never could have imagined my life would go where it has, but I've always been open to the possibilities. And I think that's what's led me to where I'm at. So when I was young, I grew up in Las Vegas. I grew up skiing and snowboarding, and that's not where you expect a professional athlete to come from. But my family skied, my family snowboarded. I fell in love with it when I was 15 years old. I knew it was something that I would do for the rest of my life. I spent all my weekends snowboarding with my friends. The day after high school, I became a massage therapist. I I moved to Salt Lake City so I could snowboard and massage. And my plan was I could travel the world. I could snowboard and I'd have this job that would travel with me. All I needed were my hands. And so I just fell in love with snowboarding. I fell in love with massage. I fell in love with being able to help and heal people. I loved my life. I was just stepping into the world. I was just feeling free. And suddenly my life took a detour when I went to work one day. So I moved back to Vegas for a little bit to work at this spa, this world-class spa, which is called Canyon Ranch. And I was the youngest massage therapist hired. I was making 60 bucks an hour. And I felt like I was on top of the world because I was only 19. And, um, and I went to work one day uh, feeling great as usual, but about halfway through my day, I started to feel really tired. And I thought, gosh, this person I just massaged is draining me. Cause you know, sometimes people give you energy. Sometimes people suck the life out of you. And I thought, yeah, this guy's draining me what's going on. But over the next hour or so, my, my energy faded and I started to think that I was coming down with the flu. Well, long story short, it wasn't the flu. I ended up in the hospital about 24 hours later, fighting for my life. I was given less than a 2% chance of living. And when I entered the hospital, they actually thought that I wouldn't make it another two hours. All they knew is I had this massive blood infection that took over my body. I remember not being able to feel my feet. And that was the last memory I remember. And then I was in a coma and I was fighting for my life. And so basically I ended up losing both of my legs below the knees um, to septic shock. I lost my kidney function and I lost my spleen. I lost the hearing in my left ear and my life changed like that. And I will say that as scary as it was, and that that's the most uncertain I think anybody can feel like my whole life was stripped away I felt like my life was stripped away I felt like all these things that I did and loved massage and snowboarding I felt like all that was stripped away and taken away from me but what was left was me and I was still me and I was still the same person with the still the same dreams and goals and and that energy that I had to snowboard and live the life I wanted to live still came from the same place I just needed to find a different expression for it. And so that's really what led me on the journey that 
I've been on for the last 20 years. And, you know, and then, like you said, things have shifted even in the last couple of years. So, but all goes back to source, right? Like who you are, you can have the world stripped away from you. It's like, but who are you? And that's where everything comes from. That's where your energy comes from. It's amazing. I don't even have a word for it. Amazing is not the word. It's a word that's far more amazing than amazing. That's why I said you are otherworldly. And I know this story. And I remember the first time you shared it with me on the podcast and I was crying so much. And I think we cry when words just fail to convey the truth that our soul is experiencing. And uh, you are literally a living testament to possibility, to expansion, to the fact that energy makes matter, matter never made anything. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that so often people get stuck in their limiting beliefs. They get, they, we, we're kind of all wearing a VR headset of like what's possible, what's not. And therefore mm-hmm. our life just sort of takes that form and you are unstoppable. Like mm-hmm. there is no words, there's no belief, there's no actual thing that can happen that stops you from who you really are, which is this thing that's way bigger than your body from going forward into the unknown, wherever that is. And I want you to tell them what happened next because you went on to walk, run, snowboard, and then do this thing called win a medal (laughs) multiple times on your feet. Let's just talk about that for a second because it it seems like we are talking about things that are impossible and yet (laughs) you've lived them. Yeah. Well, first I'll say my passion for snowboarding, like just to have a passion, have a reason to keep moving forward. That's really what helped me move forward and what helped me take those steps because I really didn't even think about walking. Like I didn't think, am I going to walk again with two prosthetic legs? I just thought, how do I snowboard again? So really I kind of skipped over the walking. I like, you know, I set my vision much further than like, oh, I'll be happy to just walk. No, I'm trying to figure out how to snowboard again. And by doing that kind of shooting for the stars, I think it made everything else come quicker. But I have to tell you kind of this moment that I had that that just really, I think, led me on the path that I ended up going on, which was when I was being wheeled into the operating room and I knew I was going to lose my legs the day before. So we were trying to fight for my legs below the knee. Um, I had just lost all circulation to my feet and to my ankles. And I remember the doctor coming in and pointing uh, to my ankles or just above my ankle and saying, we have to amputate here tomorrow. Otherwise we'll have to amputate up here next week. And he pointed to my thighs. And so the decision was made, you know, I either live or I lose my legs. And so as I was being wheeled into the operating room, I I was terrified. I had never seen an amputee in my life. I had no idea what was possible. I didn't know what a prosthetic leg looked like. I had no idea what I'd be able to do. So I gave myself three goals. um, And those three goals, I think it allowed me to have some kind of empowerment and control in the situation. So the first goal was that I wasn't going to feel sorry for myself. Everybody felt so sorry for me. You know, my family would walk in the room so sad. Everybody was heartbroken. I was losing my legs and it didn't feel good to feel like something happened to me. It didn't feel good to feel like a victim. So 
I said, number one, I'm not a victim. I'm not going to act like one. And number two, I'm going to snowboard this year because I haven't missed a season of snowboarding and I'm not about to. And number three was when I figure this out, I'm going to help other people do the same. I just had this deep belief that I would figure this out. How? I had no idea. But I had this belief that somehow, some way, I'll figure this out. And when I do, I'll help others. And so really, that's what I took into this you know, massive transformative experience of losing my legs. That's what I brought into kind of that next part of my life. And that's what guided my journey. So I knew that I wanted to snowboard that year. So that became my mission. I first had to learn to walk. And so I can't say I picked it up super quick, but my sister was getting married like a month later. And I thought I'm walking in her wedding. I'm not going to be in a wheelchair. I don't want people feeling sorry for me. I'm not a victim. So I worked on my legs every single day. I worked with physical therapists. I was 83 pounds every single day, tried to walk, 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 just so I could walk in her wedding. And I did. And it like, you know, I kind of stole the show, not that I expected to, but like everybody was bawling. Nobody expected, even my sister didn't expect me to walk down the aisle, but For me to do that, I thought, if I can do that, then I can absolutely snowboard. Like, I just did something that felt impossible, like walk again in these metal legs that are so uncomfortable. So that gave me my first little bit of confidence. You know, confidence builds on confidence. So just having something, like one little goal that you're like, I'm going to do that. And it feels freaking impossible, but let's just do it. Let's get started. Let's do it messy. And then I did it and I went, okay, I can do that. So then I started snowboarding again, which there weren't any feet for snowboarding. I actually, I tried snowboarding about four months after I lost my legs because I said I would, and it was a disaster. My legs came off and my snowboard went flying down the mountain and I totally detached from them and my ankles wouldn't move and bend and I was falling all over the place. I couldn't feel my feet. And how crazy to think that That was the beginning of my Olympic career, but you would never think that at the time, right? It was the messiest thing in the world. And I was incredibly discouraged. And I thought, this is why you don't see double leg amputees snowboard ever. But then I thought, well, wait a second. You know, if I can get my ankles to move the way I want them to, if I can figure out a way to keep these detachable body parts attached to my body, maybe I can do this again. So that became my mission to figure out a pair of feet that I could snowboard in. And I called every manufacturer around the world. I called every adaptive ski school around the country, asked if they knew of any snowboard feet and they all said no. So then I made a pair myself, which I wasn't like building them. I just took different parts and pieces. I knew what I needed. And I, I designed these feet that moved in the way that I needed them to. They were put together with duct tape and rusted bolts. And, and then I went from there and said, Oh my gosh, if I can do this, I can help others do the same. And so that led to starting an organization, getting snowboarding into the Paralympics, becoming a three-time Paralympian myself, but it all started not with this impossible vision. You know, if I was laying in the hospital, I could have never had the vision that I would be standing Um, makes me emotional, but on an Olympic podium, right? Like I could have never seen that, but I loved snowboarding. It was like the feeling I got when I was outside and with my friends and I felt so free. And it's like, that's what drove me. And so I feel like when you 
your passion is connected to your purpose. When you follow your passion, when you're like, I know what lights me up, the possibilities of where that can take you are endless. I told Amy, we were talking um, between the two of us just a few days ago, and I told her I interviewed this incredible guy, Eben Alexander, who he was a Harvard neurosurgeon. He went into a coma. He wrote this book, Proof of Heaven. But he talked about music and how when he was in this next place, in this next world, there was this music. He goes, I can't even explain the music, but it was the notes that like no piano could make these notes. But it was just like these sweeping like hymns of these notes, right? And I feel like when Amy, when you're here, like in this world, the way you vibrate the way your radiance is how you see the world it's literally like here's the box that everyone's looking at and then for you it's like there's no box the world looks like this and then what we receive being around you is these notes that like we never heard before like we're like oh I didn't know those notes existed and then what they do is you wake up inside of us what really is like a whole other level of this fifth dimension. Like it's, it's just who you are. It's just what you do. And it's, it's so extraordinary and it's so exquisite and it's such an incredible gift um, that you showed up for this mission, for this assignment of being you because, Oh my goodness, God picked the right person and what a task it was to sign on for. And look how many people because of you, tell everybody how many people have now gotten up on a snowboard. Gosh, I don't even know if I would know the numbers, but the Paralympics just ended. And I mean, it's a full professional sport now. I mean, you can make a, a living as a professional athlete and have prosthetic legs or, you know, any little kid who's sitting at home watching the Paralympics can say, I can do that. And that didn't exist before. So we created a movement. We created a sport that now, you know, athletes are, are able to, to grow in and, and follow their dreams in. And, and it's amazing because it just, it didn't exist. And that's the thing it, you brought something up to you. That's really important, which is like, we're raised to believe almost like a multiple choice. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a vet. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse or a teacher, whatever it is, you kind of think that's your options, right? But we can create anything. We, we truly can be anything. We can, instead of like checking off what we're going to be, we can literally hand write our path. And when you do that, you realize, oh my gosh, there's all this room out here to be anything I want to be even if it doesn't exist or to create something that doesn't exist. We, we really do box ourselves in thinking like, well, I lost my legs, so I can't snowboard. Are there legs that exist? No. So then, okay, that's it. No, it's like, well, wait a second. Maybe nobody has put the energy into creating it. Exactly. You know, maybe the passion hasn't been there for someone like it is for me. So, you know, I didn't think I'd be the one to create all this. I just thought, well, nobody else has, and I can kind of visualize how to do it. So let's try it. And then that opened up a world of opportunities for me. And that opened up a world of opportunities for many, many others. And I think a lot of this goes back to as well. I remember when I was in the hospital. So when I first kind of came to be, because I was in a coma and kind of in and out of it for a while, I remember the doctor saying, you are more likely to be hit by lightning than to get and survive what you got. So 
bacterial meningitis, the type I got incredibly deadly. Most people don't survive the first 15 hours. So even to survive what I went through is incredibly rare. And it did something to me in that moment when I heard that it made me think, so what you're saying is anything's possible in a bad way. Yes. Like you're more likely to get hit by lightning than get this. And you got this, but then it taught me like, okay, then that means there are no rules. Anything can happen. So I could be a millionaire if I want to with no legs. So I can snowboard again with no legs. Like anything can happen here. There's just something that changed in my brain in that moment that, okay, so there is no rules or path or, you know, it's 1% chance that this is going to happen to you. Then that's a possibility. And, And you can use that for good. You know, you can use that to design this life that is out of this world that only 1% of people will succeed. That could be you. Oh, Amy, everybody needs to hear this every single day, like three times a day. We need to just like set a reminder to like follow your, whatever your newest Instagram post is. Just like, we need you. We need you so badly. And it reminds me of when Marianne Williamson was just here and she said, Kathy, you know, people attribute her quote to Nelson Mandela, which is like, it's fine. She goes, it's fine. He's a lovely yeah. person. She's like, but it's yeah. in return to love. This quote about people are actually afraid of being big. Um, that was her quote. But she said, the point I'm trying to make is that even in our biggest, we never scratch the surface of yeah. what we could do. She goes, any per- person, Mother Teresa, you know, Mark Cuban, Serena Williams, like, hasn't even scratched the surface of how powerful we are. And you literally are a testament to it. I feel like, except for you, I feel like, except for you, like, this is how big it can be. Like, I think you're one of the only human beings that could be like, oh, but it looks like this, like, this is how big and how, how extraordinary and how exquisite and how life-giving that you walk through the world no pun intended. And now your every step, your every breath is a signal to somebody else. Like the sky ain't the limit for you. Right. And here's what I also want to say, because I've had the incredible gift to be your friend. Mm. And, um, it really is like, every time we talk, it's like, you know, we're like, I'm having a local call with God, you know, like that, like God's in the room. So it's such a gift and it's such a humbling thing. And I want people to know this because you can look at someone like you and see how unbelievable you are and then start to feel like, well, she's so unbelievable that I don't relate to her because she is Haley's Comet, right? But here's what I want to say is that what's even more extraordinary is you very much have humanity. (laughs) You very much have an ego in a good way, like what we all have, not in an arrogant way, but I mean, you're up against your own, like her heart does break. Like her heart does break. She does get sad. It isn't easy. What I mean is I want to shine a light on the humanity that you also experience so that people understand you don't, you know how there's people who are desensitized to pain and they can bend in different ways, whatever. Yeah. What I want to yes. make clear is that Amy has done all of these things while experiencing the same exact amount of resistance and heartache that all of us would, would assume sh- that's been there. So yeah. you have shown up 
so many times where you're like so disappointed, so scared, so this, cried your eyes out, felt depressed and got back up again. And that's almost more impressive because you've been in it this whole time. And that kind of brings us to where we are today because the story is, is unbelievably epic and it's been on Hulu and you've been everywhere and everyone's, everyone wants a piece of you and it, it should be told. It should be told and told and told and told till the end of time. And since that story, the last two years, even though it's not as sexy, to me, it's an almost bigger story because the amount of nuance in which you've had to surrender is like maddening. Like after already going like to, to the end of the earth and back and getting the, the secret elixir, which you did, it's like you, you won the Zelda game and all of a sudden you were given a totally other big like mission, which was less sexy, right? And all of the stuff, and it was in a way it was so much harder. This conversation is so good. Before we keep going, we're going to thank our sponsors. A change of season means longer days and better outdoor activities and more ways to get healthier, like checking in on your health and wellness. With Everly Well, you can take action today by taking one of their at-home lab tests or adding their vitamins and supplements into your daily routine. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you can choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test or food sensitivity test. I took their women's health test and it was a really straightforward process. They shipped the products right to my door and all I had to do was collect the samples and mail it back with the prepaid shipping label that they included. And in just a few days, they sent the results to my phone. It was basically a breakdown of my hormonal levels. So now I can just share that with my doctor to see if anything needs a closer look. Everly Well also has high quality vitamins and supplements you can order to support your overall health like vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals and you should too. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash dreamjob. That's everlywell.com slash dreamjob for 20% off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com slash dreamjob. Don't you love it when you make a small change and suddenly everything becomes so much easier? That's what it's like when you start hiring with Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. You'll find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. And according to Indeed data with Indeed Instant Match, over 80% of employers that sponsor a job can get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description. I know that hiring can take up so much time and energy, so I love that Indeed is streamlining the process and I think is really cool that with sponsored jobs, you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast and Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash dream job to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash dream job. Indeed.com slash dream job. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I want you to talk about what's happened because not only did it happen, but then the miracle that you allowed to happen and then what you weathered in the last two and a half years, it's like that is almost also on another level. So let's talk about that. There's a lot to talk about. I know. <laughs> um, and you're 100% right. I mean, we're just human. Like, that's it. So every human, 
you know, flaw and challenge and resistance and crap that we all bring on ourselves that we all experience, whatever it is you're feeling that's negative, I feel it, Any, all of us feel it, and we have to figure out what to do with it, you know? And so I've experienced it, it, the depths of despair in my life, whether that was 20 years ago or just, you know, over the last three years when everything changed again. So I, I kind of look at my life as different versions because what's really interesting is all the versions of me are separated by exactly 20 years. So for uh, mm. 20 years of my life, I lived totally normal, you know, had my legs, all that, then lost my legs. The next 20 years of my life was figuring out the possibilities. That was snowboarding. That was dancing with the stars. That was Oprah. That was writing a book. That was like, what can I do with this? How far can I go with this? What are the possibilities? That was the last 20 years of my life. Then right at 40, my life changed again. And I'm now in this like version three of who I am. So about three years ago, I had just won my third Paralympic medal and I was traveling the world and speaking. And I felt like I was at the peak of like my life, like everything that I had worked for was happening and there, and everything was abundant and amazing and good. And then all of a sudden the rug got pulled out from under me when, so I was standing on stage, giving a speech and I felt this cramp in my left calf and I didn't think too much of it. I had to fly to Nebraska, do another speech. And I was like hobbling on stage or a or just sitting on a stool. And I was like, this is so weird. Something's wrong with my prosthetic. Well, the next morning I woke up and I was in excruciating pain and I was in Nebraska. I was in a hotel room and I ripped the covers off of my leg. And I looked at my leg and my leg was as white as the sheets that I was laying on. And I knew right away, oh my God, something, something's wrong. And so I jumped on the quickest flight I could back to Denver, went straight to the emergency room and was diagnosed with a massive blood clot from my hip down every artery of my left leg, my entire left leg, every vessel was clotted off. And that began this fight to save the remainder of my leg because I, I had lost my legs, you know, kind of mid shin. That's where I was at before, but now we're talking hip down is, you know, what got this blood clot and ultimately what created it is my prosthetic here. Are the legs that have been taking me so far in my life are ultimately what knocked me off my feet. My prosthetic pushed into my popliteal artery and it had been kind of going on for a bit. I would feel a little cramping. So basically for the second time in my life, I was fighting to walk again. I ended up having 10 surgeries on my left leg. That's includes two new leg amputations. And so I fought for the remainder of my leg over the last three years. And I mean, it was incredibly challenging. It, it challenged every belief that I had, right? Everything I knew, everything I thought that I knew, I thought I already went through this. I already learned challenges. I already learned right. how to overcome them. A, why do I have to go through this again? Like what else is there for me to learn now? And B, I don't even know if I have the energy to go through this again. And yet that's where I was at. And I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me and I had to figure out who I was again without all of these things that I thought I was. Okay. I might not be a standing on stage motivational speaker anymore. I might not be a snowboarder anymore. All these things I work towards 
I may not be able to do. So then who am I? And that's when I really allowed myself to go through the emotions and the grief really of losing who I thought I was. I'd sit in the bathtub every single night and bawl my eyes out. And I'd allow myself to do that. I'd schedule time to do that. I'd schedule time to grieve because we need to, and we need to feel the fear. And it's not about, like, I think a lot of times people think that if you're really strong or successful or like athletes, that there's no fear that, oh, they're just a, they're superhuman. They're just a different type of person. No, the fear is there. It's about addressing it. It's about leaning into it. It's about understanding it. It's about learning from it and then being able to move forward even with it, you know? And so for me, I I mean, I was absolutely terrified of really what my life was going to be like, but I allowed myself to go through that process of being stripped away to nothing again and figure out, okay, but what can I do? And that's really what I focused on. I mean, it's so amazing. And we're going to touch upon, cause Amy's in the process of like writing another book. And she also has this incredible podcast and she's always creating content and she loves it. And people are obviously so blown away by it. Tell them about that miracle that happened with your arteries and um, what the doctor was just like speechless. <laughs> Tell them about that. Cause it is really, again, just the way that you have this otherworldly ability to find a solution. Your body just did something that you, you didn't think, or nobody really thought a body would do. Yes. The human body is incredible. I don't think we appreciate it enough. We just go through our day to day and it is constantly fighting for us. It is built to survive. So my legs, so this, this whole arterial system of my left leg completely shut down. I had 10 surgeries going in, trying to open things up. We were able to actually clear out that whole blood clot, but where it was injured continued to want to close. And every time that happened, it would create another blood clot. I'd go back in, we'd open it all up again. We did this for three years or about two and a half years, actually. And eventually it's so crazy. So this just happened last March. It was a year ago. So I went in for surgery to open up this little spot and things went really wrong. I ended up in surgery. It ended up being like a three-day surgery where I was brought in for three days in a row. It was crazy. I was completely out of it uh, that whole time. I was literally bleeding out the whole time because they were in my artery that was just my, you know, the second largest artery in your body. And they had these catheters in there like that whole time for three days. And it was just like, it was terrifying and things went wrong. And my arteries started to collapse. My femoral arteries started to collapse in um, surgery. And my surgeon ended up putting stents up my entire thigh they call it a full metal jacket. He ended up putting like five or six stents of my entire thigh um, to try to keep it open. So when I woke up from surgery, I was just absolutely out of it after three days and in so much pain and went the next month, just so weak, lost weight, all this pain. And then I went in to get an ultrasound to see, okay, how are things going? They don't feel good, but how are things going? And he said, Amy, how do you feel? I said, well, I mean, I feel okay. I don't feel great, but clearly my legs alive. And he said, well, great because your entire artery 
collapsed, even with all these stents. And so all of this stuff that I've been fighting for for the last two years, trying to keep this artery open to keep my leg was done was over. And I got to tell you, it was scary, yet such a sense of relief. Like, I don't have control here. We did everything we could to try to keep this thing open. Like, talk about surrender. I had to absolutely just put my hands up and go, I did everything I could. And now my body is going to do what it's going to do. I cannot fight it anymore. And what I learned is all along, I think my body was trying to do what it thought was best, which is close this dang artery so it could create its, a whole new system. And ultimately, that's what it did. So I went through months of pain. I thought, okay, I'm back to probably amputating my leg above the knee. And like, that's where it's going to be. In fact, I made the goal that if I don't feel better in six months, we're just going to amputate my leg above the knee. Like I'm over being in pain. I'm over dealing with this. And about four months later, I went in for an ultrasound and we found something incredible, which is my body created a collateral artery. So typically collaterals are these little spider webs that kind of keep your leg alive. Like they're never going to be exactly what, what your native arteries are, but my body mimicked my femoral artery created this massive artery that now comes off from my upper hip. It goes to my knee and then it splits into two below the knee. And it is a miracle. It's incredible. And I just go back and think, you know, all along my body was like, I'm trying to close what's not working for you and you're resisting it and you're resisting it. And as soon as we just let it go and surrendered, it figured itself out. It's like water going down a river, right? It like just figured out its own way. And that doesn't always happen. You get these little collaterals, but you don't typically get what I got. And my leg now, so I'm not running on any native arteries at all. And yet my leg is doing fantastic. And I just started walking again. And it, so you just, A, <laughs> we need to appreciate our bodies. They're made to survive. They are absolutely uh, a miracle. And, and B, it just kind of makes me think about life, like the way we try to force things and resist things. And it's like, the world's taken us this way and we're trying so hard to be this way. But when you can actually truly surrender and just go, okay, then that's what we're doing. And then you realize, ah, now the path is opening up. Like now there's more possibilities that I didn't even think of before. You know, we couldn't even have imagined that this is the direction my body would go, but by allowing it to do what it was going to do by not resisting it anymore, it healed itself in the most amazing way. And I feel like that's how our whole lives could be. If we look at it that way, like where are we resisting? Where are we swimming upstream versus literally like allowing and leaning into the direction that it's taking us? Oh my God. That's what I said to all of you listening. It's like, you already thought you heard, you know, the most incredible story of your life and you did. And then this other story, it just is so off the charts. Like, I remember when we were talking about that, you and me, and the tears that came so rightfully so from like, Kath, if I have to let go of my leg, then like, I'm not, who am I going to be then? You know, like, I don't want to 
you know, sit it out, you know, the rest of my life, literally. And I now know I can be on my feet. So now what's my identity? And then you had to realize that you are so much more than winning medals, like that your biggest medal is like in just who you are, like the the world, there's nothing you have to prove and all of that, but that's still so painful because there's so much that you want to be able to do. And you've been running and jumping and leaping and dancing and all of this stuff. And it's so true. It's like all along your body and God and the world was like, no, no, we've got you. We're (laughs) good. If you can just trust that the most incredible, beautiful ease that you really desire, we've already got another plan. But but we always think that the how has to be the way that we understand it. When like another way can always show up if you're a match for it. So you literally did that thing, which is so Herculean more than anything you've done. You did that Herculean thing of surrendering even your identity, surrendering all of it. It's okay. I'm out. Like I'm (laughs) no longer resisting. Yeah. And then your sweet little body was like, we have a whole other route. (laughs) And it was like this tiny little artery that's not supposed to pump blood to a whole leg was like, we're here, you know, like at attention. And your doctor's like, does this really happen? And you're like, I guess it does. Right. Yeah. And you, you just said it so well, like there's, there's no better way to say it than how you said it. It's like, imagine if you stopped resisting and you just allowed what's the greatest possible, beautiful, incredible experience of your life to just be, and and you don't have to figure it out. And it doesn't have to look the way everyone else tells you has to look. Even if your body tells you that bodies only work a certain way, maybe you'll figure it out some other way. Right. It's, it's just incredible. And, and so here you are now, (laughs) now living that story. And she just got up on her legs and (laughs) it's still a journey, but she's, she's walking and thank God, like she's, you've got this next 20 years now, and then you'll have the next 20 after that. And you'll be showing us a whole new level of acrobatics because that's how, <laughs> that's, that's how you roll. There's a few more things I want to talk about, but first we're just going to take a quick ad break. Did you hear that? That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success for a free 14-day trial. Go to shopify.com slash dreamjob, all lowercase. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving you the resources once reserved for big business, customized for you, with a great-looking online store that brings your ideas to life and tools to manage and drive sales. I love that Shopify makes it easy for anyone to run their own business, and it really sets you up to gain the knowledge and confidence to succeed. They give you the tools to help you find customers, drive sales, manage your day-to-day. And you can even get started with your online store without any coding or design experience. But if you do need some extra help, they have 24-7 support. Shopify powers millions of entrepreneurs from first sale to full scale. And every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash dreamjob, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash dreamjob right now. So what feels like, what's the next thing that we would dream to experience? And you know what? I feel like I'm in the same spot that so many people are in right now, like post COVID as well. Like things have changed over the last couple of years. We have changed. I have changed. And I'm not going back to what I was. I don't think I need to, right? It's about letting yourself like become like more of who you are. And I am on that journey of figuring that out, really. I I am in a place where 
I retired from snowboarding officially. Um, I had a hard time letting that go throughout this process. I wanted to have this dream that like, maybe I could still do it. But then as soon as I got walking, I was okay with stepping away from it. So just last week I retired from snowboarding and that has brought crazy emotions of its own because I have this sense of relief and like, I did it. I did it. And I closed (laughs) the chapter and I can like walk. So, you know, have such a weight off my shoulders and walk forward. Um, And at the same time, I'm like stepping into the unknown. Like I'm used to waking up every day and being a snowboarder. I'm used to waking up every day, being a professional athlete. I still wake up every single day. Like I got to train. And then I'm like, for what? I'm not an athlete right now. What do I do with this? Where do I put this? So I'll tell you, that's, you know, just talking about being human and all of us being in a position or many of us being in a position of like, who are we now? And what do we do with this now? That's a hundred percent where I'm at right now. So what I do know for sure is that I spent the last 20 years figuring out the possibilities, and now I want to help others do the same. So I'm challenging myself by doing things differently than I've done it before, by teaching more and speaking more, you know, trying to teach the things that I've learned in a way that that somebody can really apply in their life. And so that's why I started the podcast and that's why I'm writing the book. And that's why I'm like, I'm slowly developing a course, um, which Kathy and I are always talking about because I've got plenty of resistance against that too. It's like so out of my comfort zone here. I've been a motivational speaker for so much of my life. Like, so you would think, Oh, it's just like the same thing. But for me, it's not. It's like, this is something totally different that I'm trying to work through my own resistance of like, why haven't I done it yet? Should I be doing this right now? Is it okay to just be for a little bit? Just be. I mean, I just fought for my quality of life for the last three years. It's also okay to just freaking be and like, let things fall into place a little bit. And then when you feel that inspiration, then you move on it. You know, I don't want to be in a place where I'm like, I should be doing this. I should be doing this right now. I should be doing that. I want to be in a place. And this is where I'm, I'm like honoring for myself. Like it's okay to just be, because typically when you take that pressure off is when you are your best self, that's when you get creative. You're not forced in a direction. You're not forcing yourself in a direction, right? You're letting yourself be who you are without thinking you should be doing something for everybody else. That's the ego. That's, you know, it's like, I should have a book and this could be a New York Times bestselling book. It's like, but also, does it have to happen right now? No. <laughs> doesn't have to happen right now. It's kind of like, just let some things unfold. And that's where, that is where I'm at right now. So it's an interesting place to be, to go from being like high achiever, have to do this, have to reach the top to just like letting things fall into place a little bit more and seeing where that takes me. I mean, it's so exquisite. And in in so many ways, you're almost the most abundant you've ever been because you are just experiencing abundance without your ego saying, in order to experience abundance, I have to do something. And you wound up sitting down because of your leg and then COVID came and you wound up making so much money speaking on virtual stages. And you've never had an issue making seven figures, whether it's teaming up with Toyota or being on Dancing with the Stars, like you're just a match for abundance and you always have been. But the, the illusion is that your ego still thinks it needs to sort of trade something for dollars, but you're literally a match for it. Like you're the kind of person because you are so infinite and you literally express it in a zillion ways that even if you 
just sat in your beautiful hot tub looking at the Colorado trees, <laughs> some investment and in deal was going to come through you. You're going to collaborate with someone and someone's just going to offer you something because it's you, like you're, it's always been there and it always will be. And you now actually get to experience abundance because your ego is not tricking you into thinking that it's a, it's, it's, it's a dollar for dollar, you know, pound for pound thing. Cause it never was. Right. Um, but I also just want to say that Amy has always just attracted beauty and goodness in the form of energy of all kinds, love and good people and money, right? Like all of it, she's abundant to all of it. And yet receiving it from people, when I say to her, you could, cause she has made gazillions of dollars speaking. I'm like, you could teach people how to write their story and get, and get paid to speak. You mm-hmm. could teach people resilience. You could help people. You could do, you're literally like Hercules, you know, just in this right here in this, in this present moment, it's already done. And it's just like, people are dying to transform with you, right? Cause you are the sweetest, most accessible, holiest, <laughs> most sacred, most gorgeous, most stunning, like leader there could ever be. And so it's like, get yourself, you know, in the, in the moment to receive it so people can transform. So I keep pushing her. Yes. I, and I love it. I mean, really, I could be like a, you know, a test subject for you where it's like, I'm going to help you go from here to here because isn't that crazy? Like here I've been able to do so much in my life and see things that never existed and just go that way anyways and succeed. Yet there is resistance to this, like, but can I really help other people? Like in like a real intimate kind of way, like, it's so weird. Cause I'm like, I'm used to standing on big stages and talking to a lot of people. And I'm like, it's such a weird resistance that I've had. I also will say though, that you know, I'm also trying to dig into what is that resistance because some of it is probably excuse like, eh, I've been through so much, but you know, some of it is definitely legit, which is like, I've been through so much. We only have so much like mental dollars we can spend a day right now. I'm making legs and I'm, uh, you know, and I'm booked with speeches. So I'm like the amount of making legs, like as soon as this is over, I run to my prosthetic shop for probably six hours tonight, making legs that possibly won't fit. And then it's like the emotional journey of that. And so I'm kind of also honoring like, Amy, your mental dollars are spent somewhere right 100%. and you so- don't need to that's the thing when you're a match for it it's coming no matter what it's always come it just is it's been there you've it's non-stop like the amount of people that come to you to hand you money to collaborate with this brand <laughs> and that brand it happens all day long it would just be a gift that you de- you don't necessarily have the bandwidth to give in this moment and if you ever want to you will but um yeah. tell them about one reason why you love your podcast and what they can expect to learn from it Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, so I have been able to interview some of the most amazing people. It's all about using your obstacles. It's all about not like how to overcome, how to resist, how to like make a gazillion dollars. It's how do you take the challenges that you're faced with today and use them to get to where you want to go, you know, where the obstacle really becomes the way. And I talk to a lot of people who've been able to do that in their life and give different perspectives right now. Actually, we just launched yesterday. It's really interesting. It's something I've never done before. It's a little like four episode series of the podcast where I'm speaking to these young leaders all around the world. The Olympics came to me and said, well, pay you to do this. We want you to profile these athletes. And it's so cool because these athletes are in all different countries, 
facing and fighting some of the biggest issues in the world and how they've put together projects to change those issues. Like, so for example, there's one guy who has put together this incredible weightlifting camp in the biggest refugee camp in Jordan. And through that, and that was just to empower kids who are in this refugee camp. It's become like the biggest weightlifting camp in the world. It's produced the most female like weightlifters who've gone on to be Olympians. It's incredible. And it's all coming out of this refugee camp. And so to be able for me to talk to these game changers and people who are like facing challenge, but how they get creative and innovative to to find solutions is kind of what we're talking about right now. So, oh my gosh, it's so good. Well, we'll put the links in everywhere so people can grab Bouncing Forward. It's such a great podcast. She's talked to so many of the people that everybody know and love, but you'll love the conversation. So a couple of quick questions. So Jen said, do you have a morning or a meditation routine? Do you have a meditation morning practice? You know, I should have and want to. That's one thing that I'm like, I want to have a better meditation practice, but I will tell you a practice that I do every single day. And it is life-changing. Every morning when I wake up, I think and feel the things that I am so grateful for in my life to where by the time I get out of bed, I feel like the luckiest person in the world. I feel so lucky. And I I'm fine using that word too. Like I feel so lucky. Are you kidding me? Like I have an amazing kidney transplant. My dad gave me a kidney that saved my life. That keeps me healthy every single day. I've got the opportunity to walk, even if it's baby steps, like technology is incredible. Like I've got my husband who's next to me, who's supporting me. Just, I am so lucky when I wake up and take inventory on the things that I'm grateful for. It sets the tone for the day. And that is where you become the match then for more things to come into your life to be grateful for. So that practice of just don't think it, you know, don't think what, what am I grateful for? Feel it. You got to feel it. You got to feel abundant (laughs) and then more abundance comes your way. That's it, right? And that's, we always say, this is like Gabby Bernstein says it, Wayne Dyer says it, we never manifest what we want. We only manifest more of what we are. And so when you are it and your vibration is like lucky and blessed and grateful and all of that, it's like, that's why Amy, it doesn't matter whatever feels good to you. It's like, it just is coming to you. You're a match for it. You're a match for the highest and best. And it is, and it will be. And it always, it's just keep coming back because you have the courage to actually feel what's really there, which is all that expansion. I love you so much. I say this to you all the time. I just said this to you the other day when we were um, talking, I was like, you always say you love me. And I always say, I love you and you are love. So it's like, that's why you see love everywhere. It's like Amy's world is like little floating hearts, like in a cartoon, but like, that's how everything is around you. Cause everything, when it's in your world, we all turn into love. We turn into our highest and best. You're like a wizard in that way. Um, and you have such superpowers and you glow from the inside out and I adore you and thank you so much for coming and tell us Amy where they can follow you and find the podcast. Well, I love you, Kathy. You're so amazing. This is the thing you guys, Kathy brings out the best in everybody. When I did the podcast with her originally, I have never had such a, just such an abundant experience talking to somebody because you just pour into whoever it is you're talking to, whoever it is you're serving. You are incredible. Um, so um, you can follow me. I'm 
Amy Purdy Girl, G U R L. And you can follow me on Instagram. I would love to like reach out to me, say hi. I'd love to stay in touch with you guys. That's probably the easiest way to just stay in touch. And then there's also a link up here for my podcast as well. And, you know, I would just love to stay in touch with all of you. You're amazing. God bless you. Thank you so much. Ah, love you. Oh my gosh, it's just so beautiful. I love her so much. Here are the takeaways. Number one, it all goes back to source, to who you are. You can have your world stripped away from you, but at the end of the day, it's about who you are. Number two, when you follow what lights you up, the possibilities where that can take you are endless. Number three, there's so much room to be anything you want to be. Anything is possible. There are no rules. You can design a life that is out of this world. Number four, the fear will always be there. It's about addressing it, leaning into it, understanding it, learning from it, and being able to move forward with it. Number five, once you surrender, things figure themselves out. Stop trying to swim upstream. Allow and lean into the direction the stream is taking us. Let the world take you where the path opens up. Number six, appreciate your body. It's made to survive. It's a miracle. Number seven, it's okay to just freaking be. Let things fall into place. Honor yourself. When you take the pressure off, you are your best self. Thank you so much for listening. I am so clear that you have a million things to do and it means so much that you're here. And I really hope that these episodes are giving you life and inspiring you. We have so many more guests coming up that are going to just really add so much to your day. So if you follow along or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that is such a good idea and it's free to do so. And if you really want to help this show, the best thing you can do is share it, email it to someone, send them the link, text them the link, post about it on your Instagram. You can post about it and tag me at Kathy.Heller. You can tag Amy at Amy Purdy Girl. That's A-M-Y-P-U-R-D-Y-G-U-R-L. And uh, you can also review the show. Leave us a review. That always helps so much. And I'm going to be doing some more epic giveaways. And all you have to do is show up on my Instagram. You can see the giveaway that we are going to be doing this week. And part of the giveaway is for you to review the show. So if you come onto Instagram, you'll see it. And if you want to get a head start, just leave us a review on Instagram and share any reel that I've posted on Instagram. Just share it in your Instagram stories. And if you go to Instagram, you'll see the rest of the giveaway. But there's some pretty cool stuff being given away. Lots, lots, and lots of goodies. So go check that out on my Instagram at kathy.heller. Last but certainly not least, if you want to be with me, if you want to gather together at this retreat I'm doing in person in Malibu, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. It's going to be so good. I'm excited. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you Thursday. say